listening to the Arts Report on CITR 101.9 FM. We are broadcasting live from UBC's Point Grey campus on the unceded ancestral and traditional Musqueam territory in Vancouver. I am your host, Saira Unju, and I have a show filled with shout-outs today. It's, it's going to be wonderful. You're going to learn so much about what's happening in Vancouver without having to listen to our reviews and our interviews. Although, we do have an interview today. It's with Lisa Manel for The Cultures um, online playground, digital playground called Replay. We talked about Replay a little last week when Lua did her review of TM because TM uh, was presented as part of Replay and the culture is doing both in person and live, not live, and online performances. (laughs) The in-person ones, you know, as usual, you go to the theater, you sit down, you watch, you get immersed in it. And then maybe you cry, maybe you laugh, and then you leave and go home and feel like your world just changed. (laughs) And for the online ones, you go to replay. (laughs) Um, But, however, we will not be listening to that interview right away. Because, as I said, we have a bunch of shout-outs. So I thought, you know what I thought? I thought it was a good idea to... Do some shout outs, listen to Lua and Lisa, and then do some more shout outs, huh? How does that sound? Good? Yes. Okay. So let's start off with the Fox Cabaret. Oh my God, my, I just, pens everywhere. Okay. Not important. Okay. (laughs) So uh, the Fox Cabaret is back. You can go dance with them if you don't know for some reason. Um, I don't know. Well, now you will know. BC has lifted restrictions. Well, most of them, masks are still mandatory and you still need to have been vaccinated to get into places so you need to show your vaccine passport but for example dancing was not allowed so I actually so one of our correspondents Eva Eva and I went to a mother mother concert at the Commodore Ballroom beginning of December I believe this was December 5th and it was so weird because there were seats like chairs um everywhere and we sat down and I was like are we gonna are we really going to listen to this concert just sitting down? Like, no concert, I feel like, would be good. Not, like, good, but, like, entertaining (laughs) sitting down, let alone Mother Mother, because their music, you just want to dance to it, man, you know? Um, But, I mean, okay, a lot of time has passed, so I can say this (laughs) I can admit that no one cared about the no dancing rule. As soon as Mother Mother came on stage, people just left their seats and went wherever, you know, close to the stage. And the good thing about that is that our seats were pretty like in the back. So it was difficult seeing, um, for example, the opening opening act was uh, Dylan, D-Y-L-Y-N. And um, people's heads, there are just so many tall people. And I could barely see Dylan from people's heads, you know. So that was quite disappointing. And I was not excited about, you know, having that same experience with Mother Mother. But then (laughs) what happened is people just stood up and got closer to the stage. And um, we like were standing away from the seats closer to the stage. I was able to see every single member of Mother Mother. And it was so much fun. And even though I didn't make eye contact with any of them, I still, it was possible, you know, it could have happened. (laughs) But so um, if this was, uh, if the no dancing was not a thing back then, then maybe we wouldn't have had such a good experience (laughs) because um, we would have, like, people would have been waiting already in front of the stage. But anyways, so now that we can still, we can dance again, 
the Fox Cabaret is back. That really long story was to <laughs> tell you about the Fox Cabaret's events. <laughs> so Friday night highlights. So Friday nights. Guilty Pleasures, 90s to now pop and hip-hop. This is from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. All the songs from the 90s to now that you love with all the fun you want from the common people DJs. So, <laughs> this is funny. Their uh, description is, guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> Guilty Pleasures at the Fox Cavalry returns. Get your squad together again. Look sharp, sing along, and we'll dance the night away. Um, by the way, for any of these things that I'm mentioning, um, the tickets are, I believe, on Eventbrite. And you can, there's so many more things on Eventbrite, it, not just the Fox Cabaret things, but also if you just Google Fox Cabaret Friday night highlights or Saturday night highlights, stuff like that, you should find all of the tickets. So Friday night is Guilty Pleasures, 90s to now, pop and hip hop. Saturday night highlights is 80s versus 90s night. So it's 80s, 90s, 2000s, pop and hip hop. This is from 10.30 p.m. to 2 a.m., and so I shall read you the description. The Fox Cabaret is so excited to present the return of our popular super fun throwback dance party featuring the greatest songs of the 80s and the 90s together in one night with the common people DJs. It's the best and boldest music of the 80s and the 90s all mashed together, creating an unforgettable night of fun, frivolous nostalgia. It's 80s versus 90s and the winner is going to be all of us. Hell yeah. You know what this reminds me of so this friday lua and i are going to a disco night with silvana she's also a correspondent here yes i'm friends with almost everyone in the arts collective <laughs> why wouldn't i be um okay we're, it's at the Commodore, not at the Fox Cabaret. Um, it's a disco night, so, and I'm really excited. And Lua and I, we just have been trying to find outfits to wear because we want to go all out. It's the first time we can go dancing in over two years, so, you know, it's important. But, okay, so, if you, for example, have children or... If you live with your parents and they don't want you going out too late, so you can't be out dancing on Friday and Saturday from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., well, guess what? They have early events. So, for example, Melt with two T's with Babe Corner. This is from 7 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. And Melt is returning to the stage for the first time since 2019. Damn. Uh, and keep your ears peeled for some new tunes doors open at 7 p.m tickets oh tickets are sold out so keep an eye out if this happens again you know maybe maybe or maybe someone will be selling their tickets at the door so who knows <laughs> and lastly sunday so the sunday service is a weekly improv comedy if you're the type of person who loves improv I think you should check this out. It's from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And here I shall read you to description. For comedy lovers in Vancouver, the Sunday service is a weekly ritual. This award-winning troupe consisting of Mark Chavez, Aaron Reed, Caitlin Howden, Taz Van Russell, Ryan Bale, and Kevin Lee has been a staple of Vancouver's thriving comedy scene for over a decade. The group has received national acclaim and... and November 18, 2011 was even proclaimed Sunday Service Day by Mayor Gregor Robertson. So doors open at 7 p.m. and the show is at 8 p.m. This is Sundays. Um, so yeah, it goes on until 10 p.m. Check it out if you like improv comedy. I honestly love it. So, you know, the great thing about doing this show is that I get to find out about so many things happening in Vancouver. And I also really enjoy that I'm able to share this with everyone. So, you know, you all can find out just like I do. <laughs> but yeah, also, uh, another improv thing, UBC, the University of British Columbia, has an improv club. And they have like different improv groups and they perform so I believe their performances are on Friday nights and because it's a student club tickets are much cheaper than say like 
professional improv shows. So if you maybe want to pay less and still see some fun comedy, well, fun improv <laughs> comedy, you should uh, check out UBC Improv 2. Actually, one of my friends is at UBC Improv. And um, yeah, so go, her name's Sophia. Go support Sophia. <laughs> okay, so our next shout out is for... Um, the Greater Vancouver Pro Professional Theater Alliance because the applications are now open for 2022 Unified General Auditions and Designer Spotlight. Just saying, deadline is March 7th at 1 p.m. So um, keep everything in mind. Uh, keep the deadline in mind while I tell you everything. <laughs> so per this is for performers and designers. Apply now to introduce yourself to directors from across British Columbia. Theater performers and designers based in BC can now apply for the opportunity to have their pre-recorded auditions and portfolios be seen by directors, producers, and theater hiring personnel as part of GVP. PTA's 2022 Unified General Auditions and Designers Spotlight. Um, due to the pro pandemic, these programs were held digitally in 2021 and will be again presented online this spring. So the Unified General Auditions, the UGAs, are auditions held by GVPTA each spring to provide an opportunity for theater actors to be seen by casting directors from throughout the region. And the Designer Spotlight, Yes, <laughs> is an opportunity for emerging and mid-career designers in set, props, costumes, sound, lighting, or video projection to introduce themselves and share their portfolio with directors and theater companies. 2022 participants will share a self-taped introduction video along with their audition or portfolio and other supporting materials, which will be made available to participating theater companies and other hiring personnel through an online platform. So you can find uh, information about both the UGAs and the DS on their website, which is gvpta.ca. It's pretty easy. Um, if you don't remember GVPTA, just remember Greater Vancouver Professional Theater Alliance. I don't know which one's easier. So, <laughs> And again, the application deadline is Monday, March 7th at 1 p.m. Pacific time. And you can also find the guidelines and the application forms on GVPTA's uh, website. So if you just go to gvpta.ca um, and go to programs, you shall find the Unified General Auditions and Designer Spotlight until uh, un under industry development. So gvpta.ca, programs, industry development, UGA and DS. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I think this is a great like this is a wonderful opportunity um if you're starting out or if you're mid-career and want to meet more people um because networking is really important in literally every single industry but also so 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 important in performance um because i don't know for some reason you can't really do much if you don't know people but hey gvpta's uga and ds is a great way to meet people so you know get some recognition from directors producers and hiring personnel so just go to gvpta.ca and you know all that jazz okay so so many shout outs to go through this is exciting okay i don't know if you remember but Back in December, I had an interview with Eric Light, who is both the conductor and also the artistic director of Corleone. Um, Corleone is a... Uh, oh my god, where's that sound coming from? Damn, I think the next studio. Okay, oops, sorry, that wasn't me. <laughs> um... <laughs> I got distracted. I get distracted so easily. Okay, Corleone is an um, all-male 
not chorus. What's the correct word? Like, you know, they sing. Aha, <laughs> uh -huh, English. Wonderful. Well, okay, let me tell you what's happening with Corleone. Well, during the pandemic, they were doing this thing called Inside Corleone, where they would have interviews and post them on YouTube. And I talked on my interview with Eric Light in December. I asked him if um, this project would continue or if it was just a pandemic project. And he said that they were planning on um, doing it even um, post pandemic, you know, when, oh my God, <laughs> I keep hitting my knee somewhere. <laughs> when um, in-person performances are back and st stuff like that. So this is this is the time Inside Corleone is back. You can find the interviews on YouTube. Just Corleone. That's C-H-O-R space L-E-O-N-I. And Eric Light um, hosts these uh, conversations and they have a different person, a uh, different guest every week. So I'm going to give you uh, a little snippet, a little preview of what Inside Corleone sounds like. But before that, let me give you some information about this one. So um, Inside Corleone is back with Stephen Wilson, who is a tenor. Um, so I'm just going to read you really quickly the their own description um we're excited to announce the return of inside corleone Woo! presented in a new format each episode will feature gorgeous music interviews with artists and behind the scenes insights into their works and careers hell yeah hosted by artistic director eric light the newest episode features an interview with tenor Stephen Caldecott Wilson, a member of the twice Grammy-nominated classical a cappella vocal quartet New York Polyphony. He is also a member of their new professional ensemble and choral supergroup De Leonids. Leonids? Leo ah. <sighs> That's a difficult word to pronounce. <laughs> The Leonids will be premiering in Vancouver later this season. And yeah, you can find information on the Leonids at corleone.org. And so with I think yeah, I should give you some a little a little a little snippet of inside Corleone. Never mind, you can't hear it for some reason. Um Hmm. I wonder why. Oh, it's because it's muted. <laughs> I'm so wonderful. Okay. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna go through we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do it. I believe in us. Give me one second. Um while I try to fix this technical difficulties we can we can well you know what we can do we can talk more about corleone so they had they've been having online shows um during the pandemic and i believe they started doing in-person shows again so you can um find all of the information at corleone.org get your tickets and yeah, also, now that I, you know, look more deeply into their YouTube channel, because what I previously did was I searched up that specific um, Inside Corleone episode. Um, that one was four weeks ago. So Inside Corleone was back four weeks ago. Oopsie. Okay. And <laughs> the latest one is from 23 hours ago. It's um, with Andrew Fox. Oh, fucks? I don't know how to pronounce that. Mm, I hope... Okay, which one should we go for? Let's go for Steven Wilson. Okay, we'll try this again. 2.0. Can we hear it? Hmm. Welcome to Inside yes. Corleone. My name is Eric Light, and I am coming to you from our brand new digs here in downtown Vancouver, St. Andrew's Wesley United Church, where Corleone is now choir in residence. We are so glad to be able to do rehearsals here and our concerts here. And now we can even do uh, 
TV shows from, uh, from this beautiful location. So if you hear my voice echoing through the uh, beautiful acoustics here, uh, this is a real backdrop, not one of those fakey Zoom things. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really a joy to be here. Uh, just a little bit of background on uh, some of the conversation that we're going to have today. Corleone, for a number of years, has done what we've been calling our Van Man Male Coral Summit. And part of that, for a number of years, is we've brought in some real luminary professional ensembles to be headliners well, for Eric, that uh, Even that though festival. I'd love to hear what you're going to talk about during this episode of Inside Corleone with Steven Wilson, we do need to go into our Adam PSA break really quickly. But after the Adam PSA break, you will get to hear more of Eric's wonderful voice. And yeah, we'll be right back. A Tribe Called Red is the Hallucination with their new record, One More Saturday Night, featuring Javier Mighty, Tanya Tagak, and more out now. Looking to get a reliable and affordable used bike? Need a repair or service to your current ride? Come to the Bike Kitchen, UBC's full-service community bike shop, located in room 36 of the UBC Life Building. Our hours are Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. If you buy a bike from us, bring it back when you're done using it and we'll give you half of your money back as long as you took care of it. If it needs repairs, we'll split the cost with you. Yep, you heard us right. We'll give you crisp dollar bills for half the original price of any used bike that you buy from us, minus the cost of repairs. For more information about our buyback policy and to stay up to date on any COVID-19 inspired changes, find us online at thebikekitchen.com. We are back. Hi. Uh, you are listening to the Art Support on CITR 101.9 FM. Uh, before the ad and PSA break, I was mentioning Inside Corleone, hosted by Eric Light. And I was giving everyone a little, uh, a little preview, a little sneak peek of what that's like. So let's get right back into it, and then we can continue with the rest of our show. Huh? Yeah. Yep. Wilson. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Stephen. It's great to be here with you. Oh, it's fantastic uh, having you here. And I'm so excited uh, to sort of bring you into this space a couple of months <laughs> early uh, before, before we get you to Vancouver. Tell us a little bit about um, your musical life right now. So yes, you'll, you're, you are a gigging tenor and do, uh, do some things, but what is your uh, artistic life uh, well, comprised of? Right, I'm not gonna play the whole thing. Sure, um, because so I live in Pittsburgh, and, which is where I'm uh, sitting right here in my home office. Sorry, Stephen, I have to I have to pause you. I'm sorry, Stephen. People will have to go to youtube.com and find Corleone um, to listen to this interview. Okay, the reason that I paused then that I'm not gonna play the whole thing is because, well, first of all, it's not our interview. Eric Light did this, and this is Corleone's interview, and you should listen to it on their YouTube channel instead of our um, our radio show. <laughs> and also, we have so much to go through, so I don't want to take too much time. But as I mentioned so many times, check out Corleone, and I'm just gonna get, get take a little break, just a tiny little break from Shoutouts, and we will listen to Lua's interview with Lisa Manel for Replay, and I will be right back after this interview. Enjoy! Okay, I'm not gonna lie to you. This is too many. This is more technical difficulties than I'm used to. Um, it's okay. We, you know, 
we can we can do it <laughs> i believe in us i just need like a second to get this all sorted um but while we do that i will talk to you about um what replay is even though they will be talking about it on the on the interview so replay as i mentioned is the culture's um digital playground and they have online it's either live streamed or on demand um uh what's it called uh performances <laughs> yes performances and you can you can f so you can listen to lua's review of tm um tm is one of the the performances that was presented within replay and lua absolutely loved it and even though it unfortunately ended its run with the cult there the um the company is continuing to do replay um in different countries <laughs> so right now they're in the hong kong arts festival so you can find all of that information on their website and i'm not going to spell the website out because it's so complicated and so long just go to our latest episode so last week's episode and you can find the link there okay let's try this again shall we here's the interview <laughs> enjoy awesome so Hello everyone, this is Lua and I'm here with Lisa Minnell, the Communications and Outreach Manager for The Cult, The Colch, sorry. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about uh, a really interesting approach The Colch is having for online shows and online plays called Replay. And so Lisa, how are you today? <laughs> I'm doing great. Nice to talk to you today. It's great talking to you too. And so I wanted to first ask, um, why did the coach decide to open this um, new online platform called Replay? What was the inspiration behind it? And why do you think it's important? Uh, yeah, so it's been a bit of a process, as I'm sure it has been for a lot of companies just over since, I guess, two years ago, since um, March 2020, when all of a sudden things were shut down and we had to pivot to sort of presenting in new ways. And right off the bat, we'd been... Um, We'd been presenting an in-person show, which was about Minecraft and about kids being online. And so we brought on this video team literally the week after things got shut down and started thinking about how can we present this show online, even if it has sort of an online idea behind it. Um, so right away, we started creating digital work, like right out of the bat. But of course, uh, things evolved, things changed. Um, but what we really noticed was just how excited people were to see something interesting and different online um, and that there was an appetite for it, not necessarily from everybody, but there was an appetite for online work and how much it meant to certain people who maybe weren't getting out to theater before, maybe lived in different places, could maybe share with people or friends or family in different areas. For example, I like to watch shows now with my mother who's in the Yukon and and what a difference that made. So it's, it quickly became clear that um, it was an important thing that we were doing by going online. And as much as we missed in-person productions and theater, we really didn't want to say goodbye to our, our online shows as well. And we wanted to make them a priority, not just like a side thing or not just we only do the shows, the same shows that we're, we're doing in person. We also, you know, create a copy and do them uh, online, but you know that there's there's unique kinds of shows that can be presented only online or that really are served by an online platform. And so, um, yeah, so to celebrate online work, we decided to create this platform replay um, where we can um, continue to highlight, to show, um, to share um, online work. That's really that cool. answers everything, but. Yeah, no, I'm really curious, uh, especially because, like, as you said, these aren't necessarily just shows that, you know, are just recordings of shows and that were put online. These are shows created for online. So I'm really curious to uh, know a little bit more about each show and how it's uniquely, you know, an online thing. Uh, so the season has uh, four different shows. And please correct me if I say anything wrong. Uh, 
TM, which is just finished, which was until February 13th, but coming up is Belonging, Clean, Espejos, and Can I Live? And so can we do a little rundown of each show? Absolutely, yeah. So TM we had was a show that was a really interesting show, international with performers all over the world that were connecting one-on-one -on -one with people. Um, but you, you missed it at the Colch, but it, they're still touring touring um, digitally. So check out them. They're Entre Own Good, which is a Belgian company. And uh, if you're interested in that show, it's a one-on-one -on -one show, at, sort of like there's a secret society and you're having an interview for it. That was really fascinating and really meant for online work. Um, the second show we have that's coming up is called Belonging. Uh, it's a show by a local theater company, the Frank Theater. Um, which celebrates queer voices. Um, they created the show in the depth of 2020. So when everything was shut down, they explored with different media, with the media film, but it still really feels like a theater play. There's dance, there's movement, there's poetry. Uh, they just really expanded the ideas in uh, what theater could be, what film could be. And it's it's unique. It's a it's a unique experience. It's um, I watched it when it first um, they first showed it, and we're really excited to have it back. Um, then Clean Espejos is um, a show that is going to be in person at the Colch this March, and then we are creating the online show um, at that time, which will then be presented in April. Um, that's a show that's bilingual in Spanish and English. Uh, it's about two women that sort of encounter each other at a Mexican resort. They have different ideas about what's happening, different communication issues. They're both bringing their pasts and their traumas together. It's a really beautiful story. Um, but what's sort of interesting about it being online is, again, we've created it with digital in mind from the start. So our video director, Cameron, has connected with the clean team, and they are creating this especially with dynamic captioning so it's not just closed captioning at the bottom of the screen you will still be able to read if you're a Spanish speaker you'll be able to, to see the whole show uh, with Spanish if you need it same with English speakers uh, but they'll be artistically used the, the captionings will be I see so used. the captions are also in the live show the captions are also in the live show okay that's interesting because I was going to ask, like, how, because online, obviously, like, captions, fairly easy, but in person, <laughs> how do you do captions? Yeah, so I'm really excited for that one, because they're, they're exploring language, like, language and language hitting up against each other. Those are sort of ideas in the show, and they're going to do that in a really creative way on stage. And then, because it's not going to be a direct translation of from stage to, to the digital, they're going to create another creative way of of using the captioning oh I i'm see. sure yeah we'll so really it's not so again like this show is not like just a it happened recorded it it goes online there is the live version but there will be an adaptation to the yeah. digital version that is like unique to the digital exactly hello it just stopped at seven minutes. What's happening today? Why is today the day that every single technical difficulty is happening? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, give me one second. Let's see if I can figure this out again. Huh? Huh? Let's, okay, okay, okay. Say, yes, it will work. Yes, Sarah, no problem. Technical difficulties are just things that challenge us and make us better. Huh? No? Okay, one more second. We're gonna get this. We're gonna get through this. I promise to you. I just need one second. <laughs> okay. 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 Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. One second. Yes. I'm... So the good thing is it stopped right at seven minutes. So I can just fast forward this to seven minutes and <laughs> hopefully it'll play the rest of the audio. Okay, there you go. Okay, okay, okay. One second. Oh my God, this is so annoying. <laughs> okay, 
enjoy. Oh, I mean, obviously it's the same story, same actors, but yeah, the way that the, the captioning and the way. What's happening? Um... And then if you want to. Okay, there you go. Share it with somebody or send it to your, you know, friends around the world. You can do that too. That's pretty cool. And that's going to be happening between April 5th and April 10th. Uh, so that's a, a little bit away from now comparatively. Yeah. You have some time to wait for that one. Some time to get excited about it. Um, the last show in the replay season is, um, is a show called Can I Live? Which uh, we're closing out our season about uh, issues around climate change, where we started our in-person season uh, in 2022 with uh, Seasick, which is playing right now. Uh, which is about climate change. So we are trying to bring in climate conversations mm -hmm. into mm -hmm. our series. And uh, Can I Live was created specifically for a, um, for an online tour. So this is sort of a new idea that people are exploring. It's from a UK company called Complicite. And um, the performer is part of a huge worldwide movement, but as a black man was exploring how he fit into the conversation what kind of things he was coming up against that were um, problematic, what it meant for people in, uh, in the world. And they've cre again created a show that doesn't look like film and doesn't look exactly like theater, but it's a bit of a hybrid. It has hip hip hop, rap, spoken word, animation throughout it. So it's this new exciting thing. And They've also created a lot of materials around climate change, of course, because that's the purpose of the show. And so it comes with a lot of research, a lot of information about how people can get involved. And they're really documenting what the effect of, uh, like the carbon effect, the carbon footprint of a digital tour is. Because, of course, that's not something that's really explored very often. And so it's, it's a bit of a, a test and experiment as well to see what this looks like for climate action as well, to have something like a digital tour. I mean, all of them sound really cool. Uh, and so the only one that really has like a live component would be the Clean Espejos one. All the other ones are entirely online. Yeah, well, the thing is, is that we're gonna be doing is for each of these shows, for people that do live in Vancouver, is sort of finishing out each run, we'll have, you'll be able to watch it during a period of time where you'll have on-demand access to it. And then at the end of the run, if you're interested, we are hoping to, I'm sure, you know, depending on what kind of restrictions we have, that'll, whatever. Um, we'll have an in-person watch party or talk back. So we'll have some of the creators that are there or on Zoom or something, but we'll be in a theater together where we can respond to the piece, where you can come together and talk about what, what hit, what didn't hit, what was important about it being digital. So there's, there's an opportunity for you to come and see something um, together if you would like, and also to respond to something you saw online. Awesome, yeah, that sounds super cool. Um, and I was just curious, and this is entirely just out of my curiosity, why the name re slash play um, for, you know, the digital playground? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think it was a lot of brainstorming. Um, Joyce Rosario, who was leading this project uh, in the fall, uh, she, that really connected with her, especially the word play. Um, so like, and the idea that we were sometimes replaying, but to, to re-examine play. So to separate those two words, like, um, and something that we think of as being online, as being accessible, as being able, you able to, you're able to replay it. It's on demand. Um, sometimes it's not, but it's on demand. And especially the word play being like something that you can be involved in, but also that we're also um, a theater, so a play play. Um, yeah, those are ways of thinking about it, I guess. I love love the play. I love the play on words, you know. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview with me and going over the season um, that is basically going to go until um, mid-May. So there's a lot going on until almost half, not half, a little bit before the half of the year yeah. um and i'm excited to see what uh comes afterwards and yeah it's definitely going to continue into the future and we're thinking about um 
what we can program and what kind of different things we can do with online, made for online shows. Um, people can look on the Kulch website, thekulch.com. Um, and we have a three package bundle for the last three shows for people that want to see all of them. They can get a three package bundle for tickets for that. Give them a awesome. discount. Thank you so much. The haunting debut album Black Moon by Civic TV provides a cinematic backdrop, a modern day symphony of the dark and light that is our collective reality. Take a listen to Black Moon, now available via Flemish Eye Records and on all streaming platforms. The Sweetgrass Clan is a voluntary-based coalition that provides safety, security and essential resources to the most vulnerable members of the downtown Eastside community. In addition to providing food and safety, the Sweetgrass Clan also connects people with advocates for housing, mental health counseling and drug and alcohol detox. The Sweetgrass Clan is always looking for new volunteers to support the downtown Eastside community and are able to offer volunteers grocery gift cards and bus tickets as honorariums. If you would like to offer your volunteer support to the Sweetgrass Clan, you can reach out via email at abfrontdoor.org or visit abfrontdoor.org. Hi, we're back. Damn, that interview, I hope you were able to catch the rest of it <laughs> and i hope we don't have any more technical difficulties here's to manifesting a perfect rest of the show for me <laughs> talking about the cult let me just really quickly tell you about the fem festival this is february to april 2022 and the culture's fifth annual fem festival is highlighting the strength and power of women and women's voices and the productions that are um, within the Femme Festival. One of them was Seasick. It just recently ended in um, February 19th and we did a review on it last week so check that out if you want to listen to it. Um, secondly we have Beautiful Man by Pie Theater here in Vancouver. It's opening tomorrow and going on until March 5th at the Historic Theater. And Aaron Shields' Beautiful Man is a razor shop satire that hilariously skewers the tropes of female characters in film and TV. Mm -hmm. Thirdly, we have In Response to Alabama from Little Thief Theater here in Vancouver. Um, it's opening on March 3rd until the 12th at Van City Culture Lab. This is a gripping, visceral, and moving theater experience. It would be a disservice to simply call it a performance. Um, and this is about, I believe, the abortion law in Alabama and people's personal experiences with that. Um, we have Clean Espejos that Lisa and Lua talked about. This is from the New World Theater in Vancouver, March 10th to 19th at the Historic Theater and April uh, 10th online on demand. And so we have second to last, The Search Party from Vancouver. We have Bunny. Well, okay, I said that kind of weird. So Bunny by The Search Party here in Vancouver, March 17th to 27th at the Van City Culture Lab. This is honest emotion and raw carnality make Bunny a smash. And lastly, we have Boat Trail Retrospect by R.D. Crias. Oh, RD Creation from Montreal. <laughs> and this is March 23rd to 22nd at the Historic Theater. And this one says A palimpsest of solemn beauty, enriched by the research its actor has done and by each of the layers that have been added to her creation. So find all of the information both for replay and the Femme Festival at the Culture's website. That is the Culture is C U L T C H. Um, our next shout out goes to Swimming Home. So Swimming Home is a, um, a production <laughs> by Boca del Lupo. And um, I'm, I'm just going to read you. It's very pretty. Are you ready to dive in? So a 35-minute 
immersive experience for one person at a time in their own bathroom. Swimming home is Silvia Mercuriali. Silvia Mercuriali's latest Oda Teatro piece, leading participants through a private meditation all the way to the bottom of a deep pool. You will be immersed in an aquatic and sonic world in which the ordinary becomes fictional and your surroundings take on a new poetic meaning. Written following interviews with swimmers, swimming coaches, and water lovers from all over the UK, the piece gently suggests a new look at the ritual of bathing. The languages that it's presented in are English, French, and Italian, and the price is $10. Um, you do need to download an app called MercuriousNet, National Year Theatre app for this, and it has simple instructions. So, as I said, Swimming Home is a solo experience done in your bathroom by following simple instructions via the app, and it automatically adapts to your local time, so whichever slot you choose, it will be referring to your local time zone. What you need for experiencing Swimming Home, a swimming, a swimsuit, <laughs> swimming goggles, a big towel, and a mirror, if you don't have one in your bathroom already. Make sure your phone is fully charged and that you have good internet connection. The piece is best experienced with headphones in your own bathroom, so um, wireless headphones would be preferred, but they're not necessary. And make sure your headphones are secure and can't fall off. Well, both for the reasons of immersion and also I don't think you would want your headphones falling into your bath. <laughs> But yes, <laughs> so check out um, uh, check out Swimming Home. I believe Ruby will be covering Swimming Home in the upcoming weeks. So keep an eye out for that review. I'm really curious to hear what it's like um, and what Ruby's experience will be like in her review. So yeah. Okay, we have two more shout outs and then that'll be for the, the, the uh, you know, that'll be today. So our second to last shout out goes to VIDF, that is the Vancouver International Dance Festival. It's kicking off March 4th to 2nd with Nissan's Opera and Dance's Hourglass. Vancouver International Dance Festival is wonderful. It's, you know, they have so many things happening. Okay, so... As I said, the opening, uh, they're kicking it off with Naissance Opera and Dance. And this is March 4th, 5th, and 6th. And it is, so Hourglass by Naissance Opera and Dance is set to four piano etudes by acclaimed minimalist composer Philip Glass and features a duet with Rachel Prince and Brandon Lee Alley, joined on stage by pianist and celebrated conductor Leslie Delia. We have... Uh, Company 605. This is April 29th to May 1st. Um, Company 605's Brimming, created, created and performed by artistic co-director Josh Martin. Brimming is a new solo investigating the body as a container, a rigid frame holding in and concealing its stored inner contents. The piece imagines the body as a hollow interior space, continuously shaped and reshaped, filed, filled, filled <laughs> filled and emptied and inhabited through different states a performer trapped inside his own form the dance is a meeting of both the seen and unseen the invisible contents that slosh up against the sides pushing against the outer surface from beneath and occasionally leaking under its pressure brimming explores the shape we're in how it holds us and what might eventually spill out when the walls begin to bend that sounds so good. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> um thirdly, we have oh my god. Give me one second. We have Vidya Kotam Raju. Uh we Vidya Kotam Raju's Longing. This is May 6th to May 8th. Longing is a two-part performance based on the universal themes of romantic and spiritual yearning for love, companionship, and oneness. One, I and he, dear friend. Please bring my beloved Krishna to me, nostalgic as I am of all of all those magical moments spent with him. I passionately yearn for his present. Two, thou and me, O oh, Shiva, intoxicated as I am by the beauty of your dance, I yearn for your presence. O oh, beautiful Lord with matted long hair, 
adorned with snakes, with the crescent moon and divine river on your head. I long to see your marvelous dance. I implore you to come and bless me with your grace. That sounds so good. Okay, May 6th to 8th. <laughs> Toronto, oh, also, the, um, Company 605 and Kotam Raju is Vancouver's. This one is from Toronto. Yvonne and Jay, Tiger Princess Dance Project. This is May 20th to May 22nd. Um, two things. So, in search of holy shops way, where or in what time space does identity reside? NG asks, how does someone else's movement quality impact my own dancing self as she undertakes a pointed investigation for her solo? In search of the holy chops way. In it, she ponders a life of creation and imitation in movement and minds influences from sources as varied as her mother, modern dance, kung fu legends, ordinary people, wild animals, and more. NJ says, when I imitate, I also uncover something unique in myself. Each time I fail to become more like my mother or my favorite kung fu hero, Bruce Lee, I become more me. And we also have Weave, part one. Weave Part 1 uses a contemporary dance framework to braid my mother's life with mine. She was sold and adopted post-World post War II into a Peranakan Chinese family as a baby and, at age seven, passed on to her Lao Ye, grand auntie, for convenience. At age 19, on the death of the adopted patriarch, she was discarded and all association with the family cut. Some of the situations I lived through and choices I had to make in Canada my immigrant passage to Canada, the rights that I was not afforded as a woman or new immigrant, nor dared voice, have paralleled her experience of being forsaken, and these have crystallized who I became and how I have made my life as a sole female immigrant of color in Canada. Central to the solo is a questioning of the role slash value of a woman in Asia and in Canada, if all this has really changed with the passing of time. I mean, I'm sorry, I just keep saying that everything's in interesting, but it is. So we have Vancouver's camp from May 27th to May 29th, Wanted. Camp's new dance work, Wanted, is a fantastical explore exploration of the light and dark extremes of humanity told through the lens of the cowboy in a performance rich with artifice, aesthetic, exaggeration, and comedy. We take a campy dive into themes of systemic evil. Panic, blame, and desperate acts of self-preservation rise to the surface, and in turn, so do escapism and indulgence. We also have Vancouver's La Mondance. This is June 17th to June 19th. Before dawn, to the first light of day, a new era must come. Let it become light or clear, dark or bright with its ups and downs. There is still time to love and forgive, laugh and cry. Faith is the bird that feels the light when the dawn is still dark. With the ramps of life, even so, will you run away with us? And yeah, that I think that is all I'll mention about the Vancouver International Dance Festival. So March, May, April, June, so many things happening. Check them out. Um, just Google Vancouver International Dance Festival and you will find all of the information and I personally am I love I love the idea of so much okay so we will lastly be focusing on NFB so NFB um they have a specific playlist slash of focus on black filmmakers because if you don't know, February is Black History Month, and this is our last episode during Black History Month, so I really wanted to mention this. Um, they have, if you go to nfb.ca and find focused Black filmmakers from channels, um, you, you will find a list of films. So this list includes titles like Stateless, John Ware Reclaimed, The Road Taken, The Color of Beauty, Black Soul, Into the Light, Black Mother, Black Daughter, and so much more. And it is very important to support Black artists and 
well, not only during Black History Month, but, you know, all year round. Um, but just like everyone else, we want to give more of a focus to Black, black artists during Black History Month. So check out the NFB website to find all of these titles. They are different from the ones on the Vancouver International Film Festival's website. So you have a long list of movies that you can get into. And yeah, I think I think you would enjoy them because I know I will check some of those titles out. And the reason I say some and not all, because some things are just too heavy for me mentally, um, like some stories like I today I found I went to the ore gallery they're not having a an exhibition right now however they do have a like a bookstore um when you go into the gallery right at the entrance and I was looking at the books and one of them was about like this person who has lost their father and um it told the basically this story slash it followed this person um post this loss and even though it sounded like you know it sounded really good and um it wasn't too long so it would be a a fast read I still couldn't get it because I just know that um that topic would sit right on (laughs) the middle of my chest and I just can't yeah so Check out the movies, watch the ones that you can handle, and again, nfb.ca or also VIF2, Vancouver International Film Festival. But yeah, um, well, folks, that's actually all from me. Uh, thank you so much for sticking through the this episode with all of these technical difficulties check out the fem festival check out nfb's um list for black filmmakers um check out swimming home from boca del lupo check out Cor- inside corleone oh my god we talked about so much today <laughs> Also, as always, we will have links at the description of our podcasted episodes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and CITR.ca. This has been the Arts Report on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you so much for listening to me, and I'll talk to you next week. Have a lovely day.
that canned ham and I put it in a pot of boiling water and guess what I'm calling it? Soup? Hot ham water. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. Nourishing radio. Mm. So watery. And yet there's a smack of ham to it. 